Hey, LED co-writers. Come break win with me by shining some light on past, present, and future timeless affairs while being strong, confident, and reclaiming life. I want to welcome you to Lady E's Diary, where the word empowers symbolizes wealth, acknowledgement, love, and a relationship. I'm not going to lie, this is new for me, but every journey has its risk. So set sail as we ride the ways of life. The journey begins now. LED family, welcome back to another episode of Lady E's Diary. Now, I don't even know where to begin, if I'm being honest. Um, Last episode gave you the gifs of exactly who is, who sets the foundation for Lady E's Diary. Um, and I shared that with you all because right now in the season, the season in my, of my life, I am losing friends. I am having uncomfortable conversations and I'm even beginning to realize how thick my safety line is and when I say safety line the line that you know most people refer to as a wall a barrier in a way that keeps you from doing things that take you out of your comfort zone and like I said and I don't know if I mentioned this in the first episode but if I did this season is called the fight of my life I'm fighting for so much of me right now in this season. And honestly, I feel like I've been fighting for that my whole life. Um, But I just didn't know exactly where to begin. And if I'm being honest now, I still don't know where where to begin. But what I can say is that I'm more comfortable with setting the tone for wherever I choose to start. And because I'm used to just being all over the place, I'm like, okay, we're going to tap into this. All right. We're going to tap into that. Okay. Bet. But at the same time, my mental and where God is leading me and where he's trying to get me to focus on, it's also like, okay, no, I need you to be stationary for a minute. I need you to devote to one thing. I need you to be consistent. And that's one of the hardest things ever for me, like (laughs) consistency. I can be so consistent with being a people pleaser. That's the only thing I know that I have been consistent with. And that's really a bad habit. Like I love being able to help other people. But when it comes to finding things that make me happy, I won't even just say happy, but things that, you know, that I have a passion for outside of, you know, being a mother and a wife and an employee. It's hard for me to pinpoint. Um, And I I don't, I hate that for myself. Um, So this season, 
I will take myself out of that uncomfortable feeling. I will evolve into a more willing woman who is prepared and steadfast to do things not just for herself, but for her relationship with God. Um, One of my best friends right now, she is um working on the woman that she is becoming and I love that so much and when I see her post certain content about the woman that she is becoming um I think about it throughout my day especially when I come across it and I can't help but begin to speak to myself in that way because that's very profound to speak vocally every day and create content at that and, and, you know, share that with others that this is the woman that I want to become. This is the woman that I know I'm, I'm becoming. I'm becoming the woman who is more diligent with herself, who is more patient and graceful with herself. That's the woman that I want to become. Um, so the woman that I see myself becoming, she is, she's fierce. She's not Sasha Fears, you know what I'm saying? Me and Beyonce, our birthday real close or whatever. It's a couple of days apart, but we're not Sasha, Sasha, whoever that girl be on certain days of the week or on tour. We we not her. Um, (laughs) But the woman that I'm becoming, she's bold. She's courageous. She's patient with her children. She communicates and she's not scared to have uncomfortable conversations because although I love the release that I feel after having an uncomfortable conversation, I hate the buildup that you get before that conversation starts. Or even if you know that you're the one that has to start the conversation because you're like, Come on, man. This person's not about to start this conversation with me. But you both feel the elephant in the room when you're in each other's presence, when you're around um, certain people that, you know, that you may know. So it's like, okay, I'm an adult. We're all adults, you know, but it's not easy for everybody to have certain conversations. So the woman that I know that I am becoming she she's ready to have those conversations. She's ready to express how she feels respectfully. Um, and she's also ready to be rejected by those same people that she's respectfully coming to as that new woman. Um, it's it's kind of scary when you think about it. Because even though in my mind, I'm not having this conversation right here, right now, you know, with any particular person that may be, but it's, it's, it's like, I eventually have to talk to them, you know, it's the dread of, oh God, like, you know, when someone gets sent to the principal's office and that long walk down the hallway I don't want to go, you know, I want to take my time. I'm going to stop at a water fountain. I need to go by my locker. There's so many things <laughs> that I can do before getting there. 
And that's really what I do with a lot of things. I procrastinate. Um, so the woman that I'm becoming, she's not going to procrastinate. Um, so we're going to dive into exactly who I am with within this podcast and who I'm becoming. Um, hopefully, you know, as we go on, I will be able to invite my friend Lex and my other friend Ernasia, um, those two powerful women that I spoke of within the first episode will bring so much light um, within the wilderness season that I'm in now um, because it's, it's not easy. There are days where I I am, I feel like I'm on cloud nine and I, I can handle it all. But 24 hours go by and it's like a tremendous drop of, ugh. I don't even know what word to use. I just got a sound and that sound is, ugh. That's, that's all I really got. I don't really know how to express that any other way right now. But that's something that I'm working on. Um, I find myself, even within therapy sessions or even with recording a podcast, I find myself um, thinking too hard about exactly how I feel and what I want to say. Like the overthinking is real disrespectful in my mind. Um, and I usually, a lot of times, allow it to consume me, and then I just shut down. Mm, I don't have anything else to talk about. When in all actuality, I have so much to say, so many questions, and getting it all out, it doesn't, it doesn't always happen. But I do know that with faith in time and the seasons that do change, that woman that I'm becoming she is going to prosper and do amazing, impactful things. And she is going to be the best mother she thought she would never be, the best wife she thought she would never be, the best daughter she thought she would never be. And that little girl inside of me, she will begin to speak volume. And she will begin to hold her own weight and it won't be on that grown woman. Because baby, right now, the grown woman is tired and the little girl is still sitting in the cut in the corner and dark somewhere like, oh, you got too much going on, sis. I thought when we was love and, you know, we were still at the same, you know, height and age that you had a lot going on. But the fact that I'm still lingering and you adding on stuff to it, baby. Mm-mm. Something got to give, something got to go. So one thing I can say that's been helping me juggle all the things that I have going on, um, the, the mental and physical pressure of life, has been writing letters to God. With my relationship with God, I have not found it easy to just crack open my Bible and begin to read. Um, sometimes I use my Bible app and I just type in um, ways that I'm feeling or different emotions and trying to, to find scriptures to combat 
exactly some better understanding um, of what I may be feeling or going or what's going on at that time. But the one way I have literally found a form of release is by writing letters to God. That has been my safety. That has been my security. That has been my foundation, literally. When I was younger, I used to write a lot. I used to love writing poetry. Um, Here and there, I may tap into my poetic side. Um, But it's something about a letter to me. When you write a letter, it's personal. It's connecting with one specific individual. You know what I'm saying? And it's sealed. You know, it's sealed so that when that person opens that letter, there's a reveal of so many different things. And that's what I love about a letter within itself. Um, I'm even thinking about actually sealing my letters. Um, I thought about that earlier this week. And I'm like, if I seal these, what am I going to do with them? Should I go back later on and read them or what? I don't know just yet. But the letters that I do write, it's my way of communicating with God. It's personal. So I haven't written a letter in maybe mm, almost a week now. And this is a part of that stuck phase that I kind of come and go in and out of. Um, because although I'm writing these letters to God, um, cause that's how we communicate. And that's also a way that I pray with him. Um, I'm also making sure that I'm being intentional about my conversation with him outside of the letters. Like I, I want to be comfortable to just speak with him vocally and not feel the need to have to write all the time because I'm a mother of three, you know what I'm saying? I can't just automatically stop everything that I'm doing and somebody is climbing on top of the toilet, somebody is playing in the water in the sink, and somebody is almost outside. Like, it's just impossible. Um, I'm not going to say it's impossible because anything is possible with God, but it can be very challenging. And I'm a person who can sometimes function in stress and sometimes I cannot catch me on a good day. So with me being more vocal and because I am a big advocate with vocally expressing, you know, yourself, because I have so much of that in me that I want to express but I, I I fight myself to get it out. I fight myself to say exactly how I feel. And then when that moment or that feeling pass, it's like I don't even remember. I don't remember how I felt. I don't remember exactly why I got frustrated or where the emotion itself surfaced sometimes. So when I vocally speak out loud to him, 
it kind of puts it in the atmosphere. It, it releases it to him the same way it releases when I write. But because I know I'm learning how to listen for the voice of God and to be obedient to his to to what he's saying to me, because we know when we speak to him, he's he doesn't always give you a immediate answer. He doesn't always give you an immediate sign. So when I'm speaking out loud, I'm also waiting on that confirmation. So while I'm waiting on that confirmation, I also need to pray. Granted, this isn't every time you turn around, you got to pray. I I don't do that. Okay, y'all, this is, no, I don't do that. Some people do. And power, power to you, all that. But my relationship with God as of now, I just, I want to be heard. I know he hears me. But I want to be heard in a way that comforts my spirit, that calms my spirit and allows me to express how I felt last week, you know, because I didn't remember after that frustration went away. And it allows me to be open and free with people who may not be comfortable with me. But I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So um, I do want to, um, my friend Arnasia that I mentioned to you, my sister actually, Lex and Arnasia, those are my sisters. They're not my blood sisters, but low-key should have been. No shade to my blood sisters. Love y'all. but these women. Mm. Anyways, um, my friend Onasia gave me a gift for Christmas. Um, and a part of the gift was a devotional. Um, and it embraces joy in his presence. It's a 365 devotional. Um, and this devotional, I am doing my best with reading it every day. I am working on being more structured so that that time that I spend with him, whether it's reading my devotional or writing a letter to him, um, it's intentional. It's just like, you know, we make intentional time to go to the doctor. We make intentional time to spend with our kids. So that intentional time with God is very important. Um, and even recording the podcast, um, is a way of, you know, not just getting out my thoughts and emotions in a digital form of a diary, but it's also God hearing me vocally speak about our relationship and sharing the goodness of what we're building. So I haven't done my devotional day. So today is January 23rd. Um, and I'm going to read the devotional for today. Oh Lord, just looking at it. Okay. (laughs) And with all I just said, okay, here we go. I am the joy that no one can take away from you. Survivor of wonders of this gift, spending 
ample time in my presence. Rejoice that this blessing is yours. I am yours for all eternity. Many things in this world can bring you pleasure for a while, but they are all passing away because of death and decay. In me, you have a matchless treasure, joy in one who is same, joy in one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. No one can take this pleasure away from you, for I am faithful and I never change. Whenever you feel joyless, the problem is not in the source, parentheses me, but in the receiver. You may be so focused on other things, either pressures of or difficulties in your life that are neglecting your relationship with me. The remedy to the remedy is twofold. Remember that I am your first love and seek to put me in your life. Also ask me to increase your repentancy. I don't know if I'm saying it, repentancy, yes, to my presence. Delight yourself in me, beloved, and and receive joy in full measure. Um, So within this devotional book, it also has scriptures um, that basically combat um, what the devotional spoke on. So there's John 16.22. Hebrews 13.8, Revelations 2 and 4, and Songs 37 and 4. It's the first part for me. I am the joy that no one can take away. I just said, (laughs) oh, go back a couple of seconds, minutes, however long it took me to read that. I just said, regardless of what anyone else feels about me I don't want that to make me or break me you know what I'm saying so for this to be my devotional for today I'm the joy that no one can take away from me it's God confirming exactly what I just spoke on and this is a perfect example of why he is the foundation for this podcast no one can take him away from you if, if you choose to accept Christ. There is no pressure, but there is an understanding of, a, of exactly who he is and what he has done for all of our sins. So this just confirms that God is reminding me he is with me. And regardless of what is going on. I need to continue to do what he's asking me to do in my life, within me, within my relationship with him, um, within my marriage, within my children, in my family. That just, oh my God. And then the last part, delight yourself in me, beloved, and receive joy in full measure. Like, oh, wow, that was powerful. That was a good devotional for today. 
So that was today's devotional. Um, <clears throat> God is joy. So when he says, so when the devotional read, delight yourself in me, it made me think about emotions that I have suppressed and how I I don't allow the joy that I know that I already have within me to shine, you know, that light of joy. Um, and that joy we know is God. So for me, it's, it's, it's not suppressing, you know, it's, it's, it's unlearning my suppressors because I believe that I have multiple, you know, some people use objects or substance or whatever, you know, to suppress certain feelings. Um, for me, it's, I have to be busy doing something. Or I will shut down like a lot of people may do. And some people don't even realize that they're shutting down. Um, Because I know for me, I've realized recently that when I kind of shut down, um, I go into like a Netflix and chill mode. It's not even funny. And I am a crime watcher like. I don't know about first first 48 so much. I used to love watching first 48, but Criminal Minds, um, my favorite is NCIS, um, The Blacklist, um, what is it, Um, CSI, like shows like that I love watching. And when I get into a certain mode, um, of where I'm just like, oh, I need to shut everything out. I get in my jammies and I turn my TV on and I block whatever is going on out, whether that is in the house, in my head, um, on my phone, like it, it blocks it out for me, but it also suppresses a lot for me as well. But when I became aware of this, I'm like, yo, I used to call this a form of self-care when really it wasn't helping me. It was honestly hurting me because that was my straight go-to. Like, ooh, leave me alone. I'm in shutdown mode. I don't want to be bothered. Um, granted, I know when I'm suppressing at this point in my in, in this season for sure. So when I do sit down and watch those shows, I'm not always suppressing. But I know when I get like when I come home and I'm like, mm I'm either going straight to the shower or even if I go straight to the bed, you know what I'm saying? And I get in front of that TV, baby, me and the Roku, mm Netflix, let's go. Who we feeling today? Ladies been NCIS. NCIS. Did I say that right? Y'all know what I'm talking about with that man Jethro Gibbs. <laughs> and I used to look through or dissect the episodes, I would say. And when I would dissect these episodes, I would look for things within the episodes that were giving me a sign or a message about something that is particularly happened 
happening in my life or whatever it is that I'm feeling at that time. Granted, I don't always get those answers or pay attention to what may be happening within the show, within the show but I can say that it, it kind of is still a form of self-care for me. That's crazy. But the big thing is I'm acknowledging exactly what it is. And I'm able to pinpoint when I'm doing it and when I'm not. So that was, yeah, that was that. But I'm proud of myself. I am taking the time out to record. I'm taking the time out to sit in, in, in quiet. I really want to sit in a dark room. Um, and no, I'm not, you know, wanting to sit in a dark room because I'm depressed or anything. But I want to sit in a dark room. Just to fill the space. Sometimes our eyes can deceive us. And because I feel a lot and I'm working on vocally expressing those feelings. I just feel like sitting in a dark room and just allowing my body to be my breath to you know, increase, not increase, oh Lord, what's the, what's the terminology for up and down, crescendo, decrease, whatever, you know what I'm talking about, and just be, really, um, I've recently watched a video where this woman went into a cave, and I think she went into the cave for a couple of days, I don't remember exactly how many, but when she went into the cave, um, you know, well, before she went in, they told her about how everything works. Um, they allowed her to record because she is a content creator, but they allow her to record, I think maybe one day or something like that, um, of her being inside of the cave, the darkness cave. And while she was in there, like the first day or so, she was just, she didn't know what to do with herself (laughs) because it's dark in there. You can't see anything. You have to feel around for the bathroom. You have to feel around for the bed and things like that. And they bring food. And, you know, even when they bring the food, she still has to feel for these things. Um, So. While she was in there, she found herself screaming and singing and trying to, you know, meditate. And she said she got a lot of rest at the same time. Um, And rest is a big thing for me right now. So while she was there, by the end of it, let me say that, by the end of her Time in the darkness cave. I don't even know if that's really what it's called, but we gonna call it darkness cave. Um, coming out, she said that she 
felt reborn. She didn't realize how how much she stayed in her head and how much she never allowed her body and her mind just to be. And after listening to, you know, how she felt within being in the cave, I'm like, can y'all think about a car, for example? When a car's at rest, it's at rest, right? When you crank the car up and the engine gets to going and everything, you know, it's not at rest anymore. It's in motion. So our bodies and our brains, and if you're anything like me, when they are going and going and going and and they never rest, that's a lot. You're over you're overworking something that isn't designed to be overworked. God did not create us to having fear or, or to worry. We are meant to put all of our trust in Him. Put all of our trust and all of our faith in the Lord, and He shall supply all of our needs. So with that being said, if we allow a car to stay on for days and days and days, not only is it going to run out of gas, but your engine is going to be trash. You know what I'm saying? You you won't. It, it serves no purpose to you anymore. So why do we allow ourselves to go a thousand miles per minute, to think a thousand miles per minute, and not really slow down, even when we are at rest. Because even when I'm asleep, I still believe my body and my brain is still getting it. You know what I'm saying? I'd be knocked out, shoot. But <laughs> my brain, I know for sure, is still going. So one thing I do know I will, I'm, I'm going to work on is allowing my body to rest. I stress about so many things around the house. I stress about so many things behind the scenes, on paper, and everything. All the things that are within this life that can consume any individual. And one thing I know I need to provide myself and for my sanity and my mental is rest. Rest to be able to say, I'm refreshed. Rest to be able to say, okay, let's start from scratch. Because I see now that when I don't allow that to happen, I get cloggy, I get cloudy in my head. I'm frustrated. I don't want to be bothered. I go into, you know, my Netflix and chill mode with self. And it's like a repeated cycle on an everyday basis, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And it's not fair. It's not fair to me. And it's not fair to those around me because they deserve to experience me the same way I want to experience the ones that I love and the people that I encounter. 
I'm a brain picker. I love picking people's brains. So the moment that I shut down, I'm like, dang, that really could have been a good conversation. Why did I shut down like that? Why did I do that to myself? I'm self-harming. Lord have mercy. I'm self-harming. And I don't mean to, but that's 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 what's going on. <laughs> so to close out this episode, I'm going to say if there is anything that I want to work on and anything that I would encourage you to work on, it's rest. Rest your mind, rest your body. Those two things, one plus one is two. Your mind and your body. I know this is easier said than done, but please remember that just like the devotional said today, and if I need to go back and remind y'all, just like the devotional said today, I am the joy that no one can take away from you. That joy isn't going to come if you don't allow your body to rest. You can't see the other side of that darkness. And you can't enter into that joy season if you don't allow your mind to rest. And you deserve that much. You deserve that grace. So this is what I want to be working on into next episode. This has been an amazing, amazing, amazing diary entry with the LED family. I hope you all enjoy this episode. I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you guys are enjoying life to the best of your ability because we only get one. And the best we can do is embrace everything that comes with it. So y'all stay safe. Stay loved, be encouraged, and I'll see y'all next episode. Mwah.